Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the Life Church Dane County podcast. Listen, go to our YouTube page, Life Church Dane County, and subscribe. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Life Church Dane County. Let's get into the Word of God today. But yeah, so we're in Mark chapter number six, and we're going to start around verse number nine. Okay, um, if you know it, let's read it together on three, or if you know it, let's quote it together on three. The Lord's Prayer, one, two, three. Our Father, which art in heaven, let me hear you. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. God, we thank you for your presence that is here already. We pray that you would speak a word to our heart and our mind and our spirit. Remind us of what we need to hear today. And let us take it with us all week long. In Jesus' name, everybody say Amen. Amen. So this is the Lord's Prayer, and this is where we are taking our subject from today. And I, we covered our Father, and we covered who art in heaven. We covered, Gina did a masterful job of covering Hollywood Be Thy Name. And if you weren't here to check that out, you need to go to the YouTube channel so you can check that out. And then a couple weeks ago, before Pastor Ben came, I covered uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So today we are in verse number 11, which says, give us this day our what? Daily bread. And we're going to cover three things as quickly as I can do it today. We're going to cover what is daily bread? How do you get the daily bread? And how to never be hungry again. So if you're taking notes, we're going to cover these three things. Come on. Thank you. Oh, my glasses. Jesus, Jesus, get her line now. So we're going to cover three things today. If you're taking notes, okay, what is daily bread? How do you get this daily bread? And how to never go hungry again. So the answer is, what is daily bread? To the first one, it's pretty simple. Daily bread is provision for that day. Okay, uh, the Bible talks about bread in many different ways, but it's saying that when we come to God, we need to come to God and we need to ask for what we need. Okay, when we approach God, we need to ask God for what we need. And somebody may say, well, if you look at verse number 11, okay, if you got your Bibles, because I turned this off, if you look at verse number 11, they're asking for something. But if my mom was here or my dad, they would say a word is missing. Take a look at verse 11 for me and tell me if you can see what I can see. Uh oh, I thought this thing wasn't on here, so let me put this right back here. There's a word that's missing from verse number 11, okay? It says, give us this day our daily bread. But like I said, if my mom or dad were here, they would say, it's, it's missing a word, ain't it? There's no please on there, right? You're talking to God and pray, and there's no please on there. Somebody may say, it seems like we're demanding something from God. But here's why we can get to the give us this day our daily bread. Because we started with what? Our Father. Uh-huh. So we started with acknowledging, watch me, this is a, a method, God's person and his position. Uh-huh. 
And then we say, uh, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So then we move from person and position to praise. Uh-huh. And then we move to provision or asking for what we need. But many of us, I'll speak for myself, sometimes I need what I need and I skip the person. And I skip the praise. And I go right into, Lord Jesus, I need you to get these people away from my desk before I get fired up in here today. Lord, I need you to get all these slow drivers out the way because I'm going to be slow. I'm going to be uh, late to work. We, we have to follow the pattern. Somebody say follow the pattern. So we have to acknowledge God's position. Then we have to praise him for who he is. And then we have to ask for provision. And when he says daily bread, he means whatever it is you need from God for that day. Let me say it again. Whatever it is you need from God for that day, ask for it. I know you may be saying, well, Alan, you know, bread, I can get bread, right? I can go to Walmart and get bread. I can go to Biggs and Cream and get bread. Why do I need to ask God for daily bread? Because the truth of the matter is, and many of us may not be willing to acknowledge this, but I'm willing to acknowledge this today. Everything I have, I have because of God. Everything that I have, I have because of God. And you may be saying, well, I got a job, so I don't need to ask God for bread. But who was it that gave you the strength to work the job? Uh-huh. You might be saying, well, I, 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 got, I got a car that got tons of money on, money on it so I can get the bread. Well, who gave you the ability to save that money so that you get bread when you need it? God. So everything we have comes from God. But he doesn't just ask for bread. He asks for daily bread. Okay? So the bread is the substance of what you need for that day. Somebody say, for that day. I have been guilty of asking God for things that are way ahead. I'm anticipating a problem that hasn't even come yet. I'm saying, Lord, well, just in case. Okay? Is that five heartbeats just in case? I'm sorry, I get distracted. But I'd be worried, and I'd be like, Lord, I know we're four months down the line. But I need you to work this out just in case that doesn't happen. And just in case this doesn't happen, I need you to step in. But God says, I don't want you to worry about tomorrow. And let me tell you, I know you might be saying, Alan, it's easy to say, not so easy to do. But let me tell you why you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Because God is already there. You don't have to stress over tomorrow because God is already there. And I wrote down a quote on anxiety uh, that I wanted to share with you because I thought it would be so good and so helpful and so powerful in your life. Because many of us, anxiety is our daily bread. You hear me? You wake up. You know what I'm talking about. You wake up and you instantly worry. Did I oversleep? You ain't even looked at the clock yet. And you think, did I oversleep? What did I forget? Are one of the kids up? Did they, did they find my secret snack stash with all the snacks in it that I like? Okay, because when you're a parent, you got little kids like me. You got the snacks for the house, the kids, and then you got to hide yours up way high so they don't get to yours. But then if you sleep in, they find a way to get to yours and you got a whole nother problem. Anyways, uh, but he, said, he, he says, I don't want you to worry. I don't want you to be anxious about these things. I want you to believe me and trust me for the next thing is how do I get this bread? I ask God for it as often as I need it. There is no such thing as asking God for too much. 
Let me say it again. There is no such thing as asking God for too much, only asking him too little, right? Back in the uh, uh, day, I used to have a neighbor who his dad would say, and I, I laugh, this is not funny. It is kind of funny, but he would be like, my dad, anybody know something about Kool-Aid? Come on, wave your hands, you know something about Kool-Aid, all right? Wave your hands if you do not follow the instructions according to how much sugar to put in there. Okay, we're gonna have that line later on for sugar. Anyways, but um, I had a neighbor who he, his dad had a rule about Kool-Aid. You could only get one cup of Kool-Aid per day. He was like, I don't care. You can play outside as much as you want. You can play soccer and volleyball and kickball. You was getting one cup of Kool-Aid all day long. It didn't matter if it was summer, winter, spring. And he would be like, man, my dad is so stingy. That's all. And then he said, he said, I said to my dad one time, I saw him get two cups of Kool-Aid. And I said to my dad, well, dad, why can you get two cups of Kool-Aid? And because somebody from DCF might be watching, I'm not going to tell you what the young man told me after that. But uh, I will tell you that his dad essentially said, all of this is mine. And I get to use as much as I want to, and you get a limited amount. And he said, man, my dad is stingy. Can I tell you, your father is not stingy. God says, ask of me, and I will give it to you. Some of the things that we want, we have complained about it. And we've cried about it, but we haven't asked God about it. Uh huh. We went to the bank about it. And we, we've talked to our friends about it, but we have not asked God about it. And he says, I want you to ask me for it. He says, I can give you provision. Uh-huh. If you're taking notes, write this down. Today's provision is for today's problem. And when tomorrow's problem comes, God will be there for tomorrow's provision. One more time, I think I messed up my own quote. Today's provision is for today's problem. And when tomorrow's problem is there, there will be, there will be provision for that as well. Uh-huh. So you don't have to worry about tomorrow because that God is already there and he's making a way and he's opening up a door. And some of us, some of us, some of us are worried right now. You ain't here listening to me, but you really thinking, I gotta do X, Y, Z. And what if this don't happen? You already in Wednesday right now. You, you on call and you thinking, man, I hope nobody can call out because I don't want to go in on Tuesday. But today's Sunday. It's not Tuesday. And God doesn't want you to be anxious. Here's my quote on anxiety. Okay, write this down if you got a pen or put it in your phone. I, I wrote down and I said, anxiety is living out the future before it gets here. One more time. Anxiety is living out the future before it gets here. Don't start living in the problems of Tuesday before Tuesday gets here. Because God has a way of dealing with the problems you have been worried about on Tuesday before you even get to Tuesday. And then you find out I've been worrying for nothing. I've been fretting for nothing. I've been thinking how many things are going to go wrong for no reason. When God said, think about the last time you needed God to come through. Did he not come through? Yes, I know he did not come through as fast as you want him to come through. You, we want God to work like an Amazon package. You know, you order your stuff on Amazon and then you can go and see the estimated time of shipping. You can be like, oh, okay, well, I ordered it Monday. So, okay, I'm going to check Tuesday. And on Tuesday, you say, it's at the factory in Wanakee. So you'd be like, oh, thank God, it's almost here. And then you go out Wednesday and you'd be like, okay, let me check and see. Okay, it's in the route. It's on the way. And when you look at that and you know it's on the way, how that make you feel? Pretty good. 
Because you know it's getting ready to get here. And you feel good about the updates. You feel good until you look later on that night and you didn't get your package and they say it's going to have to come out and be re-delivered later on. But many of us get frustrated with God because we like, I want you to do that for me. Okay? I want to be married. Okay? And I don't mind waiting for a spouse if you can at least tell me that he's getting his degree right now. God, I don't mind waiting for a crib, but can, can you at least give me a preview of how many bedrooms? Come on. Lord, I don't mind waiting for, for, for my house, okay? But can you at least show me the floor plan, Jesus? Uh-huh. I don't mind waiting for, 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 for uh, to have a family and have kids, but in a dream, can you show me what my son gonna look like? Come on, in a dream, can you show me what my, what my daughter's gonna look like? Let, let it be a, a, a mix be, between uh, uh, Jessica Alba and Morris Chestnut. Just give me a, a dream, a vision of it, Lord. Please, let, let, let them have the, the, the soul glow uh, Eric uh, Bennett hair from uh, coming to America, okay, without the uh, Jerry Carroll spots, but just the, the, flow, the flowiness of it all. We say, Lord, I want what you want from me, but I want updates, okay? But God says, I do not have to provide you with updates. Amen. Why is that? Because he says, I know what's best for you, and I'm going to do what is best for you, even when it's difficult to believe. Uh-huh. I'm going to do what's best for you, even when it's difficult to handle, even when it's difficult to hold on to. Go to Lamentations, chapter number three, verse number 21. Lamentations, chapter number three, verse number 20 and 21. This is a scripture that I want you to hold on to this week. I want you to hold on to a title. I want you to write it down on your mirror. I want you to uh, think on it, and I want you to believe it with all your heart because God said many of us are worried because we're not looking into what God said God said you're listening to everything that is not right but listen to what is right limitations chapter number three verse number 21 okay more than likely, this was Solomon who wrote Lamentations. Lament means to weep or to be in pain or to be hurting, okay? It means to be struggling a little bit, okay? So if you've been struggling a little bit, this is for you. Everybody say, this is for me. It says, this I recall to my mind. I'm reading from the King James Version today. Therefore, I have hope. And then he says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not what? Consumed because his compassions fail not. For they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. God says, I am going to take care of you. Uh-huh. Lay your hand on your chest and say, God yeah. is going to take care of me. Come on, put your hand on your chest one more time. Say, God yeah. is going to take care of me. God says, I am going to take care of you. Ooh, there's a song that comes to my mind about it. it says, For they are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Come on, sing it with me. For they are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faith. One more time. Let's sing it, everybody. For they are new every morning. New 
sing it one more time. For they are new every morning. Hallelujah. New every morning. Great is thy faith. Y'all sound good. Y'all sound better than Kanye Sunday service choir in here. That's what you need to remind yourself. When you tell yourself, I'm not gonna make it, when you start feeling like you're not gonna make it, when you start, I'm getting ready to flip out, don't, don't flip out. Say, for they are new every when, when you get ready to blow the lid, you say, okay, I, I gotta take a break. I ain't going to smoke, but I need a 15 minute break, and I want you to open up your mouth and say, for they are You sound good, come on. New every morning. Great is thy faithful. You've got to remind yourself that God is faithful. And what does that mean? That means he's going to do everything that he said he was going to do. I want to free you from worry here today. So God says, I want to give you daily bread. So ask for things. They say, God, look, I don't know what's going to happen this day, but I need you to help me today. That's why daily prayer is important, because I need enough for this day. I know if you are anything like me, you just want to pray one time. I would love to pray one time and all my prayer requests be answered for the whole year. I mean, I don't even do an all-night prayer, right? We do a 12-hour prayer. I get down there and I'm like, Lord, you know, in February it's going to be cold. So since somebody shovel my walkway, God, in, in June, I'm going to have to mow the lawn. Since somebody mow the lawn, Lord, in, in September, I'm going to have to wake up my kids early for school. So give me supernatural sleep right now. So when I wake up in September, hallelujah, I got the strength to get up. And Lord, you know that I need that extra money to get them Christmas gifts around Christmas. So send the Christmas bonus right now. Come on, I got two witnesses up in here, right? I would love to do that, but it doesn't work like that. I remember when I was in New Haven, I'm almost done, in New Haven, and a Chick-fil-A opened up. Whew, I felt glory on that right there. And I found out that when they opened up a Chick-fil-A, that they give out a hundred uh, year supply of Chick-fil-A to everybody who are the first hundred people at the door. Did y'all know that? Somebody's like, I'm about to leave right now and find the nearest one. And no, but that, that, that happened about, that they opened up about 15 minutes from my house. So I said, oh, I'm gonna do this. So I think me and Gina were married at the time. And I said, I'm gonna spend the night there. So me and a friend of mine, Lionel, we got a tent and we spent the night out there and there were other people, it was a bunch of us too. It was like, I thought it was just gonna be me. I said, oh man, I'm, this is gonna be easy. But when we got there at like eight o'clock at the night, they didn't open up until like 8 a.m. or maybe it was 6 a.m. But when we got there, there were already tents there. I mean, it was like a scene from glory. So many tents were out there. You know, I was like, man, okay. So I thought that when I got up there, that they were going, you know, just like load me up with chicken sandwiches. I thought they was just going to be like, back up the truck. We got 365 chicken sandwiches. I like mine spicy. So I, was, I said, oh, they just going to give me 365 chicken sandwiches, okay? So I was so excited, okay? I had just discovered Chick-fil-A. So I, they was all getting their stuff and I wasn't even paying attention to what was happening. I was just in my head singing my own Chick-fil-A song. Cause you know when you're ready to eat, you get excited, you just start singing songs. Ooh, bacon, uh-huh, bacon and cheese, bacon and cheese. And I was just up there saying a chicken song for whatever. And then they got up there and they said, sir, what can I help you with? I said, I'm here for my year supply 
of Chick-fil-A, you know? And she was like, oh, great, you're uh, um, number 65. And she said, I'll be right back with it. And when the lady comes back, just tell her what you need. And I was like, okay, I'm up there dancing. And then the next lady comes up there and she's like, what do you need? I said, watch this. I'm here for my Chick-fil-A car. I'm here for my Chick-fil-A, back it on up. And she was like, oh, we don't give you the sandwiches. You, here's a gift card, and you have 52 sandwiches on this gift card. I said, I got a bottom there with my wife for a car with 52, not 306. I came here for, I demand, where's the manager, okay? First day, let me talk to your manager because I did not get what I anticipated. Uh-huh, and it does not work like that. So I was thinking, man, I was like, man, I was expecting to get something different, but I did not get what I got. But they gave me a car with 52 on there, and I had to spare it out. And God says, just like they had to spread it out, you have to spread it out. So on Monday, ask me for the strength you need. And on Tuesday, ask me for the strength. And on Wednesday, ask me for the strength you need to get through what you're going through. Stop living your life in worry. Stop living your life in anxiety. That's how many of us do. We wake up five minutes late and we start thinking, oh, today's going to be a terrible day. It's going to be a terrible day. Already, you get one text message. And a 10-letter, a 10-word text message has the ability to ruin your whole day. Uh-huh. And then you, you're, you come home and your kids start coughing and you say, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to take off work the next three days. I'm going to have to take care of them. Then they start coughing and sneezing. And then you put on a hazmat suit, think they got monkey pox. Uh-huh. And then you, you consult your internet doctor, WebMD. And then you say, okay, this is malaria. Okay, we all about to die in here, right? You, you, you just have blown it all out of proportion. Right? You feel pain in your knee and you say, oh, I'm going to have to have knee surgery. Man, I wonder who's going to feed me while I'm there. Ooh, I hope they still got that soup at Chick-fil-A because I'm going to be in the bed. You have worried yourself into a worry. You have anxiety yourself into anxiety. But God says, I don't want you to live like that. I want you to live with that. But here's the last thing I'm going to say. He says, don't only give us our daily bread, but he says, give us this day. He says, I want you to live your life in community. I want you to not just ask for God to bless your family, but ask him to bless everybody's family. I don't want you to ask him to do something in your life. I want you to ask him to do something in the lives of everybody you know. And sometimes when I begin to pray for Marlo and I see God bless Marlo, guess what I should be doing? Celebrate. And I'm going to tell you, there's two reasons I should be celebrating. The first reason I should be celebrating is because it means God's heard my prayer. Because I was praying for her, and it means God answered her prayer. But here's the second reason why I should be praising God. Hallelujah. I should be praising God because if I am praying that God will bless Marlo, and Marlo is my neighbor, it means God is in my neighborhood. And if God is in my neighborhood, he's getting ready to come and see about me. I don't know about you, but I praise God when I begin to see God blessed because I want everybody to win. I want everybody to be made whole. I want everybody to be healed. I want everybody to be restored. I want everybody to be blessed. I want everybody to walk in their destiny. I want everybody to walk in God's power. I want everybody to walk in me. Even the people that don't like me, I want to see them blessed so they can stop focusing on me and focus on God. I want them to be blessed so they can get that 
that bitterness out their heart and they can walk in the purpose and the plan. I'm not just praying for God to make a way for me, but I want God to bless the whole community, to bless the whole city, to bless everybody I've connected to because God says, I love you so much that whatever you need, I will make a way for it. The Bible says, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. So when I come to God in my time of prayer, I can ask him because he has it all. Amen. He has everything. So when you get on your knees and pray to God this morning, uh, not this morning, but tomorrow morning, I want you to do it with confidence and bravery because you know God wants to hear from you. Uh -huh. And he wants you to ask him every day. Any parents in here? Any parents? Y'all remember when your kids were about uh, three years old? How old is my man back there? Three, okay. So if your three-year-old is anything like my three-year-old, every now and then, when they need something, and you ain't even really all busy, you just a little busy, they'd be like, mom, 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 mother, mom, my mom, 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 mommy, baby mama, mama, dear mama, 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 mama mia, they just keep calling you until you respond. And you begin, you almost forget you a mom because you almost go crazy, okay? you like, boy, listen, whoo, you better be, you better thank God that I because you, and, and you almost get annoyed because you like, I heard you the first time, uh-huh. God says, I want you to keep calling me because when you call me, it lets me know you don't depend on yourself, you depend on me. You don't lean on your own understanding, you lean on me. So don't think I'm praying too much, there ain't no such thing. Uh-huh. When was the last time you heard somebody say, uh, I got too much money? If you know that person, send them to me. If you're watching here today and you got too much money, okay, we need a building, okay? Let's make it happen, right? You, you don't have too much. There's some things you can't have. You ever heard somebody say, I got too much peace, right? No, 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 no. You hear somebody say, I got too much joy. No, no, no. They'd be like, I got too much trauma, drama. They'd be like, I got too many hate. But there are some things you cannot have too much of. And God says, when you ask me for your daily bread, I will give you more than enough. I said that was done, but I'm really done with this. So I, this bread is, is it good or bad? How can you tell it's bad? Is this old bread? This is, this, this is old, right? It's no good, right? It, it, it's been sitting in the same place for too long. Uh-huh. Anybody in here like bread? I'm not gonna make you eat this no more, right? Yeah, like, I don't know, this is about to get really weird. Uh, no, I'm not gonna make you eat this. I like bread too, but I'm not gonna eat this. And why, why would you not eat this? Not only is it old, but it doesn't, it doesn't have the same nutritional value as it did when it was first baked. This bread right here, which I'm not gonna make you eat it either, is fresh bread. Somebody say fresh bread, fresh bread. okay? There ain't no mold on this bread, uh-huh. This is fresh out the oven, okay? Okay, this is fresh, okay? This has a different grip to it, uh-huh. And it has a different uh, allure to I don't even love bread like that, but I'm thinking about just taking a bite out of it right now because I know that it's fresh and it's going to nourish me in a better way than this thing. When you say, Lord, I'm praying with my kids that you will protect them at school today, guess what you're getting? Fresh bread. When you're saying, Lord, I know that you gave me this job, but give me the strength to get through this day. What are you getting? Fresh bread. 
When you say, Lord, I know you haven't healed me yet, but I'm going to believe that you will heal me now. What are you about to get? Fresh bread. When you say, Lord, I don't have enough money to do what I need to do, but the cattle upon a thousand hill belongs to you. You're asking for fresh bread. Begin, even if you don't have a lot of time, begin to say daily. Somebody say daily. I'm going to ask God for what I need. I'm going to ask him because he has it all. Let's stand all over the building. Let's stand.